Hey guys, in this episode we sit down with Radio Social's executive chef Steve Akins. Uh, we apologize ahead of time if the audio is a little bit fuzzy. They did have music and games going on in the background, so we hope that we were able to play with it and make everything clear for you guys through headphones, speaker, whatever it may be. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the episode, our second interview. Enjoy. So me and Pat are self-proclaimed chefs, um, <laughs> but we have an actual chef with us today, Steve Aiken. Steve, how are you? I'm great, welcome, guys. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. We're really excited. We're actually here at Radio Social, just having a good time, um, chopping up with uh, Steve here. And I guess we want to just talk, you know, we've, we've read a little bit about you. We've, we've gotten some info, from, you know, grew up in Rochester, all that good stuff. But how about you just give us some, some background, probably stuff that we don't know about you. Sure. Yeah, I mean, like you said, I, I, I'm originally from the area. I uh, grew up in Fairport. I graduated from Fairport High. Um, and I spent basically the entirety of my adolescent life from probably the age of like 9 until about 21 here in, in the Rochester area. Um, and from there, I was able to, you know, spend some time away, fortunately, with like every intention of coming back mm -hmm. at some time. And, you know, with that, I was, you know, chose a career path towards the end of high school. I got into the restaurant business around that time, working for mom and pop small businesses and worked for some bigger um, places like Midvale Country Club or even like a P.F. Chang's over at Eastview Mall. I opened that <laughs> restaurant way back when. That's crazy. Um, and yeah, and then that just kind of drove me to pursue, pursue what I'm doing as a career. Yeah. So... Growing up in Rochester, how did that like affect where you felt like you wanted to go in life? Like you said, you had to plan to always come back and bring whatever talents you gathered back on your ventures away from Rochester and bring them back. What were you looking for specifically and what made you want to go out and do that kind of thing? Well, I mean, I was, it was a, a passion, you know, choice for going on this uh, career path, you know, to be a chef. And I decided to relocate to Connecticut because they had a great culinary program in the Hartford area. My mom was living there at the time as well, so it was just an easy transition. So I was able to move to Hartford, um, start a culinary program, Connecticut Culinary Institute, That's and also awesome. engulf myself in um, the scene of Hartford. And I worked for a restaurant group out there for five years. And then from there, I decided to go to Manhattan. Oh, wow. Big yeah. city, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it awesome. was always a dream, um, and it was always like a goal of mine to make my, make my way there at some point. Um, and I made my way there about eight years ago. I spent the last eight years there, um, really kind of honing my career and, and, and qualifying myself for everything that's up next. Yeah, yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. So we're here at Radio Social. What brought you back here to Radio Social, like, like just here specifically? Because we know you've done some cool things. You've been on Chop, which is awesome. What brought you back to Radio Social? You know, what, what drew you back here? Uh, they, say, they say timing is everything, I yeah. think, and I, I think there's something to be said for that for sure. Um, this opportunity, Radio Social specifically, was brought to me back in the fall of uh, 2016. Um, and at the time, I don't know if I was necessarily ready for it. Um, then some things progressed in my personal life. I am, I'm married. Um, and then last fall, we found out that we were expecting our first child. Congratulations. That's Thank awesome. you so much. Yes. Um, so that was just a driving force behind it all. This, this opportunity was there for the taking, and then when those things kind of progressed, it just seemed like the time was perfect. Yeah, the timing um, is everything sometimes. Um, 
and Chuck Sierankowski. He's the food and beverage operator of this project, Radio Social, and he's also a co-owner of Good Luck and Cure Restaurant. Uh, I was able to build a relationship with him over the years, and he's really the reason why I'm back. Um, he got me involved with this, and then things progressed into the winter, and February, March came around, we moved our way back, and then this opened around May. That's awesome. Yeah. The one thing I'm curious about, because um, the, the company I work with, I saw you guys a long time ago, and this is my first time being here, so I'm actually really blown away just by the whole thing. Uh, this, the area that we're in right now was the old Clover Lanes, and then was that just an extension so over there, or this, you guys have the, the business as it is, the business itself what is the old Clover Lanes. This location used to be a uh, Stromberg Carlson is the history of this location. So they used to radio manufacturer. Exactly, right? exactly. So that's kind of the playfulness that we they've got off the name and the idea of a social concept. So all the lanes themselves are originals from Clover. So all the 26 lanes up here and then the eight uh, up front, those are all original lanes from Clover. Original ownership. They just they had the desire to, to build a new so. brand, create a new business, and create really something so special for the Rochester area. Yeah, I think the one thing that I've noticed when I first came here was a couple months ago. I've been here like three or four times. Was when I walked in Temple. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia originally, awesome. so I know the big city type of thing, like the, the quality of life kind of thing. And I walked in, I was like, wow, this is, it's like I left Rochester for a little bit. You know what I mean? And it's it was the the big city feel, I think, when I was reading about on Radio Social, like you're about us, to bring a big city, like, urban cultural experience to Rochester, that is what I feel when I come in here. What, what do you think makes it that way? Is it just the name? Is it just the, the like, you know, like, what is it? Because I know you have a role in it, but I want to know what yeah. you think the overall thing about it is. I mean, it's really, it, the Radio Social as a concept is really unprecedented for this area. There's oh, yeah. definitely, we draw, drew inspiration from all around the country because there's concepts like such, whether adult social clubs or bowling centers that have a new modern vibe. So we yeah. drew inspiration from all those aspects and we feel like we've created one of the best in the entire country altogether. Yeah. Um, from having, you know, a full service restaurant, food and beverage experience that is unprecedented and as good as anyone around. Um, and then the gaming aspect from all the bowling to billiards, ping pong, shuffleboard, giant, giant, giant Jenga, everything you can possibly <laughs> imagine all in one space. And it's all about bringing people together, having a great time. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I think that's something, you know, Rochester as a city really needs right now because there's not a lot of places for kids our age. And it's, it's weird because you would look around and be like, oh, there's a place for college kids, but. You know, I brought my sister here, but you know, like, my, it's it's a family place as well, which is cool. I just think the whole concept is is it's amazing for you know for Rochester. You know, it's, it's for everyone involved, yeah. I feel I feel I truly feel blessed to be a part of it. The team that they have in place and that we've we've, we've built here is it's truly a dream team, it really yeah. is. Yeah. So, what's your role, part of that dream team? What's, what do you do exactly? So I get to hide out back, if you will, <laughs> and um, I'm the executive chef here. Oh. Um, so I oversee all the food, you know, whether it be the, the dinner menu from Tuesday through Saturday. We started brunch on Sunday. We do tons of parties. We'll do, you know, buyouts for the entire space. So I get to oversee all of the food aspects that go into that. And uh, I saw that, I, I read that you worked at a restaurant that was owned by Mark Murphy. Yeah. And so, he's one of the chop guys, right? Yep. Which, yep. Who, which one is that? Um, so Mark owns a restaurant group called uh, Benchmark. He's the blonde-haired, tall guy, good-looking good looking guy, <laughs> I must say. So I worked with him for the past six years, 
at basically all of his restaurants in New York City. Amazing experience, amazing mentor to learn from, and I really, I owe a lot of what I know to him. I really do. Yeah. Can you talk more about the mentorship part? Because for us, being young entrepreneurs, people who just want to learn and soak up as much as we can, it's huge. What did that? What did that do for you specifically? Like, how much did that help you kind of accelerate from where you were to where you are now, head chef, head executive chef at a great place like this? Like, where? How did that mentorship really help you? Yeah, I mean, in moving to New York, I knew that I kind of defined it as like the World Series of Cooking once I made it to Manhattan. That was like the place to be at the time that I, I went there and it really upped my game, to, to say the least. I spent a couple years working in some great restaurants and then I was fortunate to get an opportunity with Mark and he's an amazing individual first. He puts his staff and his team first and foremost and then everything else falls behind that. He has, you know, what at times employees, you know, exceeding over 500. Yeah. So he has a great company, great infrastructure. He was an amazing person to learn from and he really allowed me to learn from my mistakes. You know, as much as he was a great leader and we opened some amazing places and we had some great projects, like he allowed me to learn by experience, you know, and it's something that I truly um, envision that I'm doing for the rest of my life with my team. Yeah. What inspiration did you bring back to Radio Social from your time in the city? Because you spent a while out there, so you must have picked up quite a few things that you wanted to bring back. I would say the best part about living in New York City and working in New York City was being able to enjoy the cuisine, all the different types of food, um, expand my palate, taste amazing food so that I can then incorporate it, recreate, recreate amazing food, you know. Um, that was the biggest part for me and being able to travel I think is huge in what we do and seeing hospitality from a different point of view all around the world. It's been a huge inspiration. Um, before we started this project, I took a trip with um, Noah Morgenstern, who's part of the family, the ownership group. He took me to Israel, um, which wow. was the driving force for what we're doing um, conceptually from a food point of view. Yeah. Um, so we engulfed ourselves in the culture, the cuisine. We went there for five days. We ate you know, 12 to 15 meals a day, wow. nonstop, just... <laughs> Sounds like a dream. Complete gorge, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it was... It's fundamental in being able to tell the story and really understanding cuisine and culture yeah. and what we're trying to do here. That's crazy. So you said, I heard you mention, so the, so the trip to Israel kind of inspired the food menu and the food kind of thing you're doing here. That's, yeah. that's crazy. I, you know, looking at the menu, I've been here a few times, I would have never really guessed it. But when you eat it, you can kind of taste it. I taste it a little bit. That's crazy. Everything about what we're doing here is different than yeah. anything else. That's um, crazy. From just the experience and then digging, you know, deeper down to the food. We're doing our take on, you know, Israeli cuisine or, or a modern Middle Eastern menu. And yeah. it's in a very unique space, of course. Yeah. But That's we think we're doing it really well. And we've accomplished some great things thus far. So we're really proud of it, for sure. I think the great thing that I see... And something that you know we talk about a lot is taking the idea and going into execution. Like everyone has an idea, everyone has this great concept they want to do, but to actually execute it is where is what separates it, like 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 those successful businesses from just a great idea. And I think that's what radio social embodies. It's like a great idea executed and it's brought out and it's awesome. Absolutely. This is like, and don't take this the wrong way because I don't know what your feelings are in David Buster's, but this is like a Michelin level. David Buster's. Even though I've never had the food here, just by like seeing everything my first time in here, um, it, it's kind of what it says to me. Just because, and if, if no one's ever been here that's listening, there's like giant Jenga ping pong 
This is an old If you haven't family. been here, you gotta get here. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it's like a five-star Dave & Buster's, in <laughs> my opinion. Yeah. But when you take the type of food that you guys have and the type of environment that's here, like, everyone seems like they'd be cool having a conversation with really anybody that's here. It just sets a different tone. And I mean, just... Like everything up there, like you guys got Big Lebowski stuff up there. I know you hadn't been here the other night. Yeah. It's like a lot of places don't really do that, that have such a big following because they figure, you know, we're just going to rake in the money on events and food it becomes, and all that stuff. It becomes almost like actual, a manufactured thing. Yeah, know? but this is like an event space where people actually want to come to. You know? There's so much to offer to, we feel like, every type of person that lives in this area. Um, we have so many different you know, different age groups, different yeah. types of people, whether it be, you know, the college the college kids all the way up to, you know, grandparents, yeah. really, yeah. you know, and we, we offer something for everyone, whether it be, you know, having a, a quiet seat at the whiskey bar out back, yeah. <laughs> or maybe sitting down for a full dinner experience with cocktails and wine, yeah. or even just, you know, bowling. bowling a few games, or even just yeah. playing some giant Jenga, yeah. you know, there's really, really something for everyone, and like, when we walk around here, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights, and the place is jamming. It's, it's a beautiful thing to see so many types of people brought together in one place. Yeah, I think that's, right now, especially for where we're at, just in general, this, that's, a great, that's a great thing to be able to execute, you know what I mean? Do, um, you know, our podcast is centered for people who are just getting started, who want to have like a, a journey type of thing. What advice do you have for a young chef, a young business entrepreneur, someone who has an idea but doesn't know how to quite execute it? What do you have, any sort of advice for that kind of person? I'm going to piggyback a little bit like off what I was saying about Mark and, and what I you know, learned from him. It's, it's a little bit cliche, but one of those old sayings, there's no I in team. You know, um, I really am a person that I always put the team first, and as a management group and ownership group, that's what we embody every day, and we feel like by doing that, our guests get a great experience in turn. Um, we put our staff first, we make sure they're happy coming to work, we make sure they feel great about what they're doing, and then from there, everything trickles down. Um, of course, it's it's all about the guests, you know, and we're creating a place that's for the guests and, and for for the area. Um, but really, it, it starts at the top, and it starts with creating an amazing team that's excited and passionate about what they're doing. Yeah, that's what, that's what I see from you right now. It's just like you love this place. You want to see it grow even bigger than what it is right now, even though it's successful. Yeah. I think that when, it, when you have that, like you said, all the way down from A to B, you know, it's, that's, where you, that's where you have a great team, like you said. I think that's awesome. That's awesome. I don't know, you got anything else? I mean, not really. I, I want to let you go get your phone. <laughs> <laughs> you got that phone, man. Uh, uh, this, is, this is definitely a spot that I would recommend people come to. It's kind of off the, the, the main road, I guess you could say, in the city. Um, my area that I work in is on the come up, and it's refreshing to see somewhere kind of not on those main roads that's uh, a pretty popular spot that's a quality spot. Um, so I definitely recommend that people come to Radiant Social. The environment's good. Like I said, I've never had the food, but I'm sure that it's good. Um, I definitely want to come back with you. I'm going back for some beer, bro. I might have to get a drink right now. <laughs> we can do that. We can do that. <laughs> I might have to have a drink right now. But, um, yeah, other than that, I, I, I do want to take some pictures. Uh, yeah. If you want to hop in on a few, we want to go up to the radio couch on our way out. Cool. Uh, just because we like to customize promos, especially now that we got pets that are following us But, um, no, we, this is definitely the spot I want to I appreciate your... Steve, my, pleasure, my pleasure, my pleasure, my pleasure, my pleasure. Awesome. Of course, of course. Yeah.